0: Hey, what's up everybody? It's CL King coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Jacksonville, North Carolina.
1: See, I've been through the fire a few
0: times. Y'all know I got my man, the international recording artist, Brian Popin, playing in the background. Yeah, I was ministering with Brian Popin way back in the 90s, y'all, the early 90s. And He gave us permission. We reached out to his camp, and he gave us permission. He said, listen, just tell people to bless the ministry if you can. You've seen it in the show notes. Reach out to Brian Popin. Give him a love offering because COVID really hurt gospel artists. So when I use his music on our show, we just tell you to pay it forward and bless him back, okay? Yeah, and I, I you know I knew my guests tonight that we couldn't just come on with some old boring podcast music, y'all. We had to have something hype, you know what I'm saying? Like this. You gotta get your praise. So, ladies and gentlemen, before I get carried away, let me tell you something. You tuned in, that's right, to the High Definition Studios here in Jacksonville, North Carolina. VP, are you in the house, brother? I'm trying to get to where you are, man. I'm all over the place, dude. I'm feeling the Holy Ghost. I might mess around and run out this chair, brother. Let's see if Greg is there. Yes, Greg is there as always. And tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're blessed. When I say we're blessed, we're blessed. Have the guests that we are having today. Y'all, y'all, faith a little low. You still got the COVID faith. Let me tell you something the people that I sought out to bring on this show, you know that doesn't happen. Greg and our team, we've got 60 or 70 people waiting in line to come on this show, so we don't have time to really seek people out anymore. (laughs) But when I saw what this couple, this pastoring couple, is doing by the help of God down in New Orleans, I said, I got to reach out to them. And we have been kind of like peripherally supporting one another and throwing jabs at each other and just hanging out virtually. But then when I saw what they were doing in the kingdom of God, I said, man, I need the rest of the nation and our folks around the world to hear that you can see what faith looks like to ordinary people. But they are doing extraordinary things through God. And when you hear their story, you're gonna want me to turn Brian Popin back up. What you say, Greg? Yeah, Greg, I love this song too, brother. Brian Popin is hot, bro. But I got to get my guest on because I just got him for a short while, y'all. So, again, thank you for tuning in to Impacting Life 24-7. And we might close out the show with Brian Popin, too, because he's so hype. Um, we we just, uh, on this show, we try to bring people to you every Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night who are making an impact in their world, who have had an impact in their life. And here's the deal. Oftentimes, when my staff brings people to uh, Greg and I to pre-interview them. We got to kind of like get to know them and try to see their work through a virtual medium. But I've been watching these folks. I've been stalking these people <laughs> for like, for like a year and a half, two years. I just have been, I've been sitting up here like, man, if my faith is low, let me go on over here to see what pastor Jasmine and pastor Philip is doing down there in new Orleans. And they are building a tremendous church uh I don't know exactly where the location is I know it's in New Orleans we'll get into that but they're building a tremendous church and they're doing it uh with boots on the ground And the way they're doing it, the adversity that they overcome, the life obstacles, they're doing it. And uh, so I said, please, Pastor Phil, please, Pastor Jasmine, would you come on the show and just kind of share your story with us? And that's what they're doing. Would you please put your hands together and welcome to our virtual studios, Pastor Philip and Jasmine McKee. Welcome, guys.
1: Well, (laughs) praise the Lord,
2: everybody.
0: So thankful for you guys to be here. And what we do first, I forgot to tell you guys this in the pre-show. There are two predictable questions that I ask. The first question is, how can people contact you? That's so important because we give that information out the entire show. So how can people like in the virtual world, what would be the best way to get up with you? Your Facebook page? Well, yes.
2: there, there's always Facebook. Okay. Um, it's in my wife's name. Go
1: ahead. And um, we, well, we do have email which is New Orleans Apostolic like Haven at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and we... we or oh, you can call me. I'll give you my yeah, number. <laughs> I don't wanted to do that. We're not weird.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I, could, I think the five, same five, thing, four, man. Pick, five, nine, two, Twenty.
0: Plain old telephone service, you know the yeah. yeah, you can call <laughs> me, you can text me, whatever. <laughs> well, that, that's actually
1: 504 509
0: Yeah. Okay, awesome. And we got, we got your Facebook page pinned right there in the comments. Thank you, Greg, for making this happen. And, of course, Greg Smith, who is a VP of our company, Impacting Life 24-7, and our global outreach, he is here with me every night. And all we want to do is magnify the great work that uh, Pastor Phil and Jasmine are doing. So that's the first predictable question. The second predictable question is I'm going to ask you guys to tell us a little about a bit about yourself uh, without telling the whole story. OK, remember what we all talked right. about in the pre-show. So, oh, yeah. So ladies, yeah. ladies, first, we're going to let Pastor Jasmine tell us a little bit about yourself, Pastor
1: so i was born here in the city of new orleans and raised apostolic which is a long story but i was a um a product of bus ministry long story short and um so like i said i just i was raised here and i backslid went into the military you know thought i knew everything and then um, of course god has an amazing way to bring you to your knees and while i was out there getting into all craziness I met. Pastor Philip, and um, kind of, I'll let him go from there.
2: <laughs> All right. So I didn't grow up in church. I didn't yeah. grow up in any kind of church of any denomination whatsoever. Um, I grew up in a rough area in uh, South Jackson, Mississippi, and kind of was a product of my environment, and I'm sure everybody can read between the lines there. And um, in 2008, um, a beautiful young Puerto Rican oh, girl walked right. into my job. And, uh, I told my manager, we have to hire her and he hired her. And, uh, next thing I know, we're talking a little bit and she hated me, but that's okay. She got over it pretty quickly. Oh, wow. And, um, a few weeks later, long story short, um, Easter had just passed. And I said to her, I says, you think we should have went to church on Easter, which is a weird question for me because I never went to church on Easter. I didn't go to any church growing up whatsoever of any kind right and um uh she said yeah I know of one church we can go to and uh next thing I know I'm I'm you know receiving the Holy Ghost getting baptized in Jesus name and my life has never been the same right
0: awesome so I'm looking at your Facebook page and I was trying to figure out how to how to break this down because it's all one word so if you went to facebook.com forward slash Philip and ariel is that right? Yes. OK, yeah, that's that's what we got on the and that's what came up. So that I just want to make sure everybody go to their Facebook page right now, connect with them. Of course, they are pastoring down in New Orleans. They are pastoring the church called NOAA and that church stands for. What does NOAA stand for?
2: NOAA is an acronym for New Orleans Apostolic Haven. New Orleans
0: Apostolic Haven. So, you know, listen, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things that we do on this show is that we try to bring you real life people who have had real life impact. And so you guys, you guys see one another. Listen, he, Pastor Phil gave us a good idea. If you see a beautiful woman walk in the door and you got some pull with the management, just tell them to hire them. And then you, you didn't, you (laughs) didn't eliminated some distance there, baby. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, so, so,
0: so listen and, and understand that I, I tell people this all the time that even though F- impacting life 24 seven is not a faith based show. We make no apologies for uh, expressing our faith and our belief in God. Uh, and right. as long as I'm the CEO with my name on the show, we're going to continue to do that. So, right. and of course, Greg, he got my back too. So when you guys started dating and life begins to take a better turn, uh, in, in terms of both of y'all being together. Um, how, what, what, uh, when did you get involved in ministry?
2: Well, um, I felt really the call of ministry after my first year of being in church. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was never really taken serious and, um, I was told to just continue to pray about it. And I did. And, um, my wife's mother got sick about 10 to 12 years ago or so. And, uh, we moved down to New Orleans from Jackson and that's really when the ministry really took off um i'll tell you exactly where i was i was in um uh, i was in oklahoma tulsa oklahoma at a church conference Mm -hmm. and um a young man was preaching his name is ari prado he's a phenomenal preacher from uh, southern california and when he was preaching he was sharing his testimony it was just like mine and my whole church life i said i'm never going to be able to preach the word because you know, here I was selling dope, gang banging, all this other foolishness, right. and um, and I'm never going to be able to do anything for God because of my past. Right. This brother, this brother had the same past as me, and when he began to testify, God just spoke to me, and I never felt the voice of God, never heard the voice of God before that time. And he told me, he's calling me into the ministries, calling me into preaching, calling me into missions work and and things like that. And so once we got back to New Orleans after the conference, um, I got with my pastor and he took me under his wing and um, it just blew up from there.
1: Right.
0: So you uh, you started, did you start working in your local church or did you start evangelizing or what?
2: Started working in the local church. He would tell me 10 minutes before church start that I'm preaching that night. (laughs) You know, <laughs> the, 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 the Bible, rapid fires. yeah rapid fires. The Bible yeah. says, "Be we ready in season and out of season." So every time there was church, I'd come with a message just in case. Right. And um, and then we moved back to Mississippi a couple of years after that, and right. that's really right. when the ministry really right. took off. So, we were blessed to have wonderful pastors and and, and a great bishop that right. really took that was, us serious.
1: That's the Dillons. Yeah. Um, oh, really?
2: At, I know
0: the Dillons. Yeah. yeah.
2: In Madison, Mississippi, they yes. are. They are uh, just God-sent, wonderful people. They love people. That was the
1: biggest lesson they ever taught us: is loving people in the state that they're in. That plays a huge part of our ministry today in pastoring people. So I, I did.
0: I'm sorry for interrupting, ladies and gentlemen. But again, you're tuning in to Impact Life 24 seven with pastors Jasmine and Philip McKee. Am I saying that correctly? Am I saying your last name right? Okay, you know, us people here in in the. Southwest or whatever we call us, you know, y'all folks talk different in new Orleans. So I want to make sure I'm, i wanna make sure I'm talking right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, so again, our, our, their, what their contact information is, uh, pinned to the chat. Thank you, Greg, for doing that. And, uh, they are pastors of the, um, the, the church called Noah and that stands for new Orleans apostolic haven. And so yeah. I did hear, Pastor Jasmine, that you said you went into the military? Yes. What branch?
1: I was in the Army.
0: Oh, man. All right. My son, you know, he just went to the Army.
1: Yes, I did. I saw that. Yeah.
0: Well, Um, thank you for your service.
1: And I appreciate it. Um, It was crazy. I thought that I could run from God. Ah, and so I was going to run, 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 and then I said, "Well, I could just go in the military because evidently God can't find you in the military."
0: <laughs> no, there's no way you can find <laughs> you in the military, right? <laughs>
1: so that's just um, that's just how that worked out, and so I did spend some time there, and um, I don't typically talk about it, but I know it's a huge testimony. Um, of where God can bring you and bring you back from, and mm-hmm. I definitely learned some huge lessons. Yes. To God be the glory.
0: Well, thank God for that. And as you guys can see, who are tuning in, impacting life twenty four seven. I love for you guys to connect with our guests tonight. I'm going to give you guys some opportunities to hear <clears throat> their amazing story of after they got off the evangelistic trail. And for those of you who may not know what you know, because sometimes we we assume. That yeah. people understand our church colloquialisms, you right. know what 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 that typically means when you say they were evangelizing is they were going around from city to city, preaching the gospel and and helping people uh, find the Lord and be converted out of their out of their ways of life and sins. And so, you guys evangelized for how many years, Pastor Phil? Right at
2: four years. Yes. Right so we're at four years. I'm evangelist
0: now. <clears throat> you know that 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 in and of itself is is it's a blessing but it's also it, i know it's uh it's a labor uh I, right. you know talk to many evangelists you know that's like if they don't get meetings or they don't get calls then it, you know it can be a struggle um but yeah. you you guys have demonstrated that you that you you know your ministry is built around your ministry is built around struggle. Struggle ain't nothing for y'all. You know no. what I mean? That, that's, that's,
2: you know, struggle is for a life. That, right. ain't,
0: that ain't nothing but a thing. That's a gift, yo. Um, <laughs> if, you don't,
2: if you don't struggle, you won't appreciate the blessing.
0: That's exactly right. Yes, sir. And so after you, after you were on the evangelistic field, your fourth year or whatever, you say that the Lord spoke to you, and yes. we believe in that, ladies and gentlemen. We believe that God speaks to his people. We still believe that. I ain't going right. to preach to you because I'm going to let the pastors do the preaching tonight because <laughs> I ain't get no love offering. So but we still believe <laughs> we still believe God speaks to us. So what what did God speak to you, Pastor?
2: So it was interesting because I we were in Connecticut in evangelist quarters and I was in the office of the quarters and I was studying. I was praying and I heard the voice of the Lord say, go home and start a church. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, yes. <laughs> but I, I always said I'd never pastor, right? I was happy as an evangelist. Right. I like to travel, meet new people. Yeah. My kids loved it. It was great. And but the Lord said, go home and start a church. And I always considered New Orleans home. And um and I got up and I prayed a little more. And I'm like, God, was that you? And then I opened the door, and my wife was pretty much at the door. And she said, did you hear that? And I said, what?
1: I know that was, like, it was I said, very what? creepy. <laughs> and
2: she said, did you hear the Lord speak to you? I said, oh, God, what did he tell you? Because I knew at that moment that at the right. exact same time he spoke to me, he spoke he to spoke her. spoke to
1: me. Right. Oh,
2: wow. So,
1: so it's crazy. Yeah. I'll give you a little, just a quick little scoop on that. When it happened, we immediately started to work. And, you know, there was some hesitancy yeah Um, because i i cut up on the same streets that i now reach and so that's kind of right that that'll make you step back and say are you sure you want to go home
2: Uh (laughs) right right right
1: right. so um and so with that being said he said um i said what are you gonna even call it because you know we're we're just being crazy at the point
2: (laughs) i'll never forget what you gonna call this thing thing? (laughs) Right. I, was, I was sitting in a chair just like this. It right. I dark. never forget that. The, the the heater was on. It was snowing outside. And I said, I don't know. Noah sounds good. Maybe everybody can get on the ark. And then I said, Noah's Apostolic yeah. Haven. Noah. And it was just, it was it from was God. Like it was from yeah. God. It was not me. I'm not smart enough to think that quick. It was all God. It right. was all God.
1: And so with that, within days. Yeah. Within days, he he said, you know, um. I want you to go home. And I want you to. So when God told us to go home, just to clarify this, right. we always considered New Orleans our home. Right. This is where we were married, even though we weren't living here. Right. We still got I was here. from here. This is always what have, we've always considered home to be. Right. And so with that being said, though, even, even with that, um, as as God would do it, no people might fault me for this. Novi. Uh-huh was like three weeks old novella
2: our our only girl
1: and i just had her in 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 um, In rhode Rhode island Island. and so he said i want you to get on a plane since you know new orleans i need you to go home and see if you can scout it to see if you can find us maybe a storefront just anything we can get and so i did that and when i told the lord i said i need to talk to me again when i was here i turned the radio on and the lord began to talk to me and he, the guy was preaching on Nehemiah, uh-huh. building the wall. Yes. And so um, I always get emotional there because what we didn't know is that there was an, uh, there was an apostolic church there where we were.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And they shut down. Oh, wow. Uh, on two different occasions that one was unaffiliated and one was a daughter work. Uh-huh. We didn't know that. Yeah. We had no idea. We didn't find out for months. Right. But when God called us there, He said, "You know, I need you to rebuild this wall." And I feel like that's what we're living, and that's why we're seeing the things that we see. Right. Right. From yeah. God.
0: You know the th- the thing about the thing about that is is that, you know, oftentimes people have a tendency. Again, you're listening to Impact Life twenty four seven with your old CL King. I'm joined by pastors Jasmine and Philip McKee. Uh, from New Orleans, the church called Noah, oftentimes people, you know, when God speaks to them, you know, they, they want to fleece God and they want to make sure that, you know what I mean? And what's interesting is, is that God confirmed his, his word right. through the both, yep. through the both of you. And, and, uh, so he, he knew that this was going to be a joint effort. Let's just divert for just a second because not just only are Pastor Phil and Sister Jasmine uh, amazing, Pastor Jasmine amazing, but they've got also an amazing family. This is why I felt such a connection with them. Tell the folks out in Impacting Impactville how many kids y'all got. Oh my we
1: goodness. have seven
2: kids. We have, we have, have six kids. boys and one girl.
1: She's a princess.
2: She is. She's not. She's not spoiled. She's she privileged. Is spoiled. She's privileged. There's a difference. Tell us the ages. We have uh, 13, 12, 9, 7, 5, 2, and 10 months. You got it right. boy.
0: That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know, you know, I was, I was calling, uh, I was calling it to a company who needed some information from my insurance. And it was on behalf of one of my seven children. And they're like, what's their birth date? And I was like, oh, because because <laughs> I don't typically give this kid's birthday often. Right, and so right. I'm just like, oh, what is it? Because I got a little rhythm. You got a little cadence for knowing their birthdays and stuff. Right. So that's that is tremendous. Did you guys evangelize with kid with that many kids?
2: Evangelize with all of the kids. Yes. Matter of fact, we had two kids while evangelizing. No, no, no. We had one. Novella, novella and uh, Mateo. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, novella. novella. Novella was born in Rhode Island. And interesting about her birth is the oh, superintendent God. of Rhode Island, yes, uh, Brother Sternerman, he's a wonderful guy, Brother Jay Sternerman's a great guy, I love him to death. He came to the hospital uh-huh. to watch the rest of our kids so I could go be in the OR while she gave birth to <laughs> <in> November. <laughs>
1: That's real. And she was born
2: on a Saturday at seven fifty-five in the evening. Wow! And that Sunday, I went and preached at two different churches with five boys in tow. There you go. In two different states during a blizzard, and I was not late. He was not late
0: for (laughs) any of them. Let me tell you guys something.
2: Oh, we had church, brother. Let me tell you. Let me. We had revival.
0: Let me just get myself out of hot water real quick. Christina Lee, my daughter, just put a little wave sign. (laughs) In the uh, in the chat and I'm telling you Christina Lee it was not your birthday that I did not remember okay so don't hold it against me sweetheart I know that your birthday is 5901 so there you go uh, it was your sister's birthday that I couldn't remember <laughs> so you know and and listen the joys of a family I watch as they as they're helping out there in the ministry and um, and so we're gonna we're gonna kind of uh, Progress, we get we get off the evangelistic field. God has spoken to us, spoken to Jasmine. He's saying, Come scout out the area. And then what happens?
2: So we um we said, Well, God wants us there. We're gonna go there. We have learned oh God, over the yes. years not to argue with God. Yes. When God says move, you, you move. You
1: better move.
2: Yep. And <laughs> uh so what happened was I called on the way from we drove from Connecticut to New Orleans, and um on the drive, I actually had to call every church that I was scheduled for and cancel every one of them, which this is any evangelist will tell you that is like the worst feeling in the world. And we were scheduled for four, like what, four or six months out, something like that, which is not normal for an evangelist. And so no, we had a full schedule Yeah, and, um, I had to call every one of them to cancel. And every one of them was very supportive of us going and starting this work. And, um, the day we got here, one of our mentors said, "You need to look into a seven-day Adventist church because they don't have church on Sundays, so right. you might be able to use their building." Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that never that never worked out. We looked into it, and um, it just never worked out. Um, but the first day we were in New Orleans, we uh, we found the only seven-day Adventist church in this in our area where we felt the Lord wanted us to go, which is the Lower Ninth Ward we of New Orleans. And, uh, we went there and nobody was there. And so we just, we had nowhere to go, had nowhere to stay. We didn't have a hotel booked. We didn't have a house. We had nothing. We just had a five by eight box trailer with our whole life in it. And that was it. And, uh, we saw the church, nobody was there. So we drove around the corner. My wife saw a sign that said for rent, uh-huh. So we followed the sign. And it goes to this beautiful, uh, shotgun, double New Orleans house, classic. New. When you think about a house in New Orleans, That's what it was. That's it. And there's a sign out front that says for rent, right? So we call the the, the rental company and they come out a short time later, show us the house and everything like that. And um, so we're we're telling the lady, look, we don't have the money for the down payment right now, but we really like the house. And she's like, well, we got to do this application and we got to go through this and go through that. And even if you're approved, then it's going to be this much and that much. Uh She says, but you know, if the owner approves everything then we don't have to do none of that right. no lie within five minutes the owner rolled up uh,
1: i cannot believe that the it's owner literally like this the owner
2: pulled up unexpectedly and he gets out of the car and he's talking to us and we're just talking to him he's an old cajun yeah and uh <laughs> we hit it off pretty well and he says i like these guys put them in this house and the lady You're looks right. at him and she says what he says you heard me give him the keys put them in this house i want him in this house yes. just don't worry about a down payment you just pay me whenever you can y'all can stay here and just uh you know, take take the next two weeks to just to just figure stay there right. and figure it out. And, you know, that's when you can start paying your rent next two weeks. So the first day we were in New Orleans,
1: you know, like I sometimes I look back and I don't believe myself. The
2: first day, we were in, yeah, the first day we were in New Orleans, we had a house.
1: That, right. Wow. So one of the things that I told the Lord, when we loaded our kids, this is the thing. Uh-huh. We don't hide from our kids when, when something is like no. not lining up perfectly. Our right. We always look at it as an opportunity to build their faith. That's right. right. We don't hide That's anything from them. We're not going to show them down the road that they need a, a couple ounces of faith to carry them through. Right. Yeah. We told them when we left that last church evangelizing in Mississippi, we told them, we said, guys, God called us to New Orleans. He told us to go today. We don't have a place to go. Don't ask. We don't have a home yet. I said, but by nightfall, we will have somewhere to go because that's what the Lord promised us. And then this, he did this. So, so by faith, miracles the whole time,
2: here's the thing. If God's telling you to do something, he's not going to let you fall on your face. Right. If you do
1: exactly what he said, and I do veer,
2: prepare
1: for (laughs) impact, Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But
2: but, but we we just we knew god was going to do it and it was just okay god how are you going to do this right. right
0: that was that became the um, question and you know um let me let me just uh add it. everything okay on you guys in technology wise everything good yes yeah uh yes. for those who are just joining us in our live group i was flying a little bit solo and then Brian, Brian popen's music got me all pumped up and i forgot to hit the switch when you do these these podcasts live there's a manual switch that you have to do to make it public. And I was just in my feeling so much, I forgot to hit that switch. So I do apologize for the folks around the country that uh, especially Jasmine and, and pastor Phil's following that uh, you might've missed a few bits, but all you got to do is go back and watch the replay to catch up or just rewind a little bit on the live. And I, we are joined by none other. Then.
1: We just had a miracle with the
0: tent. Uh oh. Okay. So, well, look. Don't let the cat out the bag. Don't let the cat out the bag yet. Yeah. Look, I'm working this thing. Would you let me? Would you let me be the? Pastor Phil, would you tell her to let me be the host, please?
2: Calm down. excited. She's excited. Just calm down. No, we just got a text. We'll, we'll get I know. I know. So look, I'm ju-
0: we're joined by 2 We're, we're joined. <laughs> listen, ladies and gentlemen, we're joined by two of people who walk in miracles and in faith pastors, uh, Philip and Jasmine McKee out of new Orleans, uh, Louisiana. Their church is called the new Orleans apostolic Haven, and they are doing a mighty, mighty work. We are kind of at the top of the hour. Now we've talked about kind of like their backstory, their life, how they've, how they've gotten aligned with each other, raising a family, evangelizing, and then hearing the voice of God, telling them to go back home to New Orleans. And what ward is that that you guys are in?
2: In the lower ninth. Lower in ninth. the
0: lower ninth ward. That's yeah. where the Lord said this is where you're going to go. And so Pastor Phil, let's get this in and then we'll get moving quickly. You told me about a vision that the Lord showed you, right?
2: Yes. So yes. um I would say probably close to a year before we got to New Orleans. We were Uh, See, we were we had ever since the Lord spoke to me in Oklahoma, like I mentioned before, my vision was always missions work, global missions work, and my wife and I did some um, some short-term independent missions work in Puerto Rico, and that kind of gave me the bug for global missions. And so we were uh, pursuing going to Africa with the organization that we're with, the United Pentecostal Church. But some stuff happened in Africa, and we weren't able to go. And so then, um, still on the road, evangelizing mm-hmm. for missions work. We
1: got the offer.
2: We got the offer to go to Germany, and so right. we're like, "Yeah, we'll go to Germany. We'll go wherever God wants us to go." Right. And um, so then that door closed, mm-hmm. and we were in Tohatchi, New Mexico, on the Navajo Reservation. Which, if anybody's in that area, it is such a beautiful area. That mm-hmm. is one of the most beautiful areas I've ever been to. But anyway, uh, so we got the word that the door to Germany had closed. And uh, I went into the church and I began to pray and ask God, why did you do this? What happened? What am I doing wrong? And the Lord spoke to me and he says, grab a paper and a pen. And I grabbed a little church pamphlet and the church pen that was right there. And the Lord literally directed my hand to drawing a blueprint on this card. And on that card was the blueprint to a building in detail, offices, bathrooms, detail. And he says, this is the church you're going to pastor. And then immediately he gave me the vision of a wheat field. And it was just a field of grain, just swaying back and forth in the breeze, no city, no people, nothing. And so I start to think it's the Midwest, you know, and that's where God's gonna have us go pastor a church. Well, God shut that door and that was not the reality of it. And then it's just a few short months later, God tells us to go to New Orleans and, um, stop me from going too far.
0: No, you're going go ahead,
2: brother. Go ahead. <laughs> um, the, um, uh, so when he calls it New Orleans, I'm thinking to myself, you know, but God, you showed me a wheat field. Right. It doesn't Ain't make no any wheat fields, sense. Right. I know wheat fields in New Orleans. I've been in New Orleans plenty of time. They know wheat fields done it. And so we, um, I'm thinking, well, maybe it's for later in life. God's going to call us to South Dakota or somewhere like that, you know? And so, um, about six months into having the church and and see we started we were outside having church for about 18 months under tent. right okay so about six months into it somebody gives me a call and says hey i want you to come look at this church building so okay i could look at it and i went and looked at it and it was a nice building needed some work you can tell that it had been abandoned for quite a few years yeah and um several weeks go by and we end up finding out who the owners are and um got in contact with them and they came down and and opened up the church and the second i stepped foot in the door of the church i just looked around and
1: that, day.
2: that picture immediately came to my mind it was the exact layout of that drawing god gave me in new mexico
0: <laughs> see ladies and that gentlemen
2: down to every single room the offices, bathroom everything. Offices. exactly i looked at my wife i said this is the building actually when i looked at her she said it's the building it's the i building. said this is the building <laughs> well you know
0: and 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 that's uh definite a- example of god confirming his word and and him taking your hand and showing you through listen ladies and gentlemen i want you to understand something we have heard for we have heard for 24 months a bunch of doom and gloom okay i'm not gonna bash y'all tonight i'm, I'm gonna be nice because i got company but we <laughs> we have heard for the last 24 months a bunch of doom and gloom for the past three or four months we've heard a bunch of Rockets going off and bombs and everything's just falling apart. Economies in the tank, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Right. People smacking folks at Oscars and the list just goes on. But I want you guys to understand that that God in the midst of all of that is still working and he's working and he's working through his people. And so so you guys are at the place. Now, give me the expedited version of how y'all got the building and secured it and purchased it.
2: So okay. they oh, yeah. they originally wanted ninety thousand dollars for this gutted Trina building.
0: 90,000.
1: Huh? <laughs> I'd so, like to back up. Okay, you go ahead. 10, yeah, so
2: oh, offered you offered
0: him 10. you was right on the money, yeah. baby. I, bro,
2: I look, I sold cars for a long time, all right? I hit them low first. So yes,
1: sir. Yes, sir.
2: That's I started, and uh, In fairness, the, the guy the laughed said at me. That
1: was the value.
2: Yeah, so the right. guy laughed at me. Right. And says, ain't no way. I said, that's fine. We're going to, we're going to remain in contact. You know, yeah. my thought is I'm going to chip away at you. Right, right,
1: right, <laughs> right, right, right.
2: right. And, so, <laughs> and so uh long story short um, the owners of the building was a pastor and his, his sister. Yes. Well, Holy just Lord. in contact. Um, he ended up passing away. Oh, wow. And so we're so, like, Oh my like, God, you know, offered, what's
1: happening. The Lord spoke to me spoke yeah. to us really. He spoke to us and he said, go back offer then this is months later yeah um he said go back last march go back and offer them fifty thousand dollars no more no less okay that was it and i typed it retyped it back up send it to him he said well he called my husband and he says well i mean if the lord tells me to do it i'll do it but um i don't think that's gonna happen and unfortunately I said, okay, weeks,
2: well you keep praying on, and we're going to keep right, praying. on. We
1: were building the backdrop. You show right. the property now <laughs> on the opposite property.
2: Right. And, uh um, and God already showed me the building. I knew we were going to have it. Somehow. Right.
1: The, the other owner's husband shows up and he said, I, I come to deliver some news for you. Um, I'm sorry, but the gent, the my pastor, the pastor died.
2: Passed and now, now, I talked to him two weeks before.
1: Right. And now my wife and I are the sole owners of the building. We accept your offer.
2: <laughs> there you go. So we were like, we were yeah. stunned. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, it died. Wait, we're getting the building. Wait, it died. we're getting the building. <laughs> right. And so we didn't know how to feel. Right, right, and, right. And,
1: uh, hey. Let me go back. I don't think you realize this. The okay. city gave us the property that the yes. tent is on. Right. The city of New Orleans gave us the property. Before we ever had that building. So we set up shop next door and it, we kind of felt weird sometimes. We, and then when we looked at the paperwork i still have the paperwork the city jurisdiction it as a parking lot
2: so we had oh our parking lot before so we you, had had
0: our, you, you had your parking lot before you had your building boy no, no that's right. that'll preach right, right. there
1: right. and they said yeah 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 but we're, we're gonna call it a parking lot okay right. okay so Excellent.
0: so <laughs> so let me let me help people to conceptualize this. Uh, so we can get to the miracle that's on Pastor Jasmine's phone. You guys, yeah. you guys, see, I told you, ladies and gentlemen, I'm a professional. Y'all are in good hands. You're tuning in to Impact Life twenty four seven with my guest, Pastor Philip and Jasmine McKee. Their 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 um their Facebook page and everything is in the chat um, and they were in a field. The question is, was there a wheat field there or any significance with the field? Um, so you, you guys might can answer that question. I can. The,
2: oh, the, yeah, you wanna, you wanna I can't, I can't can. can. go ahead. So the wheat field, what God revealed to me was the, the harvest <laughs> that's there. Ah, yeah. It's it's the emptiness. It if wasn't the literal,
1: it was the figurative.
2: Yeah, it, it was It was an, a classic Jesus illustration, right. right? And if you've ever seen the wheat fields in the Midwest, which I'm sure you have, yeah. they're beautiful, but there's nothing there. There's nothing there. And yeah. that's, that's what the Lower Ninth Ward and that's it's what just ready to be picked, New Orleans ready to is. is. It's beautiful, respect. but there was nothing there. There yeah. was no hope there seemingly. Right. And, and
1: so what I will give, in conjunction with that, God has proven that to us, right? Mm-hmm. So we've seen a lot of people. I don't even have the numbers in front of me. I should have prepared them for you. That's okay. But we've seen a lot of people be baptized in Jesus' mm-hmm. name. We've seen a lot of people just step under the tent or into the church building. We don't have lights. We don't have water. We don't have all the, right. the amenity. But God just falls on them. If, if it, if have if if indoor sometimes vomit. we don't even touch them. Yeah. 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 You know right. I mean? it's, it's just God. just... Gonna- not just That's the Holy Ghost. That's happened several times.
2: God just fills people with the Holy Ghost. Right. Just like it says in the book of Acts. Nobody, we're not going to slather you down with chicken grease. We're not going to shake you around and push you in in a circle. circle. We're not going to. Move your mouth and make you say cornflakes a dozen times. That's right. just, okay, we just, we just say God do it and He does it. All
0: right, so let me keep let me keep us moving because the clock will not move, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So I got, I got I got pastor. You know, you got to keep pastors under control because they yeah, love, right. they love to talk, man. And they, he, he, he he did mention he did mention chicken. So you know, we got to keep right. them honest. <laughs> so you guys, so I, I want everybody to conceptualize this. You guys get this field given to you. And yeah. you set up a tent.
2: A 20 by 40 revival tent. A 20 yeah.
1: by 40. Re- it
2: was 10 by 10. It was 10 pop by 10. Yeah, we had 10 by 10 pop-up tents. Did you buy Walmart the or Blue Academy one? Sports? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had like five of those. Yeah,
0: all yeah, was having a revival, baby. Yeah, yeah we stole <laughs> them together.
1: We just had some plywood right. on some pallets that were given to us. I love yeah. it. I love Ooh, it. That was so, our stage. And people came. So
0: look. So look, ladies and gentlemen. You can see the joy of the Lord on these people, but so so they so I'm trying to get to the other tent. They was uh, this is what drew me to them or what I saw. I'm like, man, this church out here having having. Uh, I'm thinking that it's a one time a one week revival. When I kind of <laughs> passed, I, when I kind of passed through y'all thing, so I scroll through and I'm like, man. That's an awful long revival. They must be having a move of God. So yeah. then I scroll through again. I'm like, "What in the world is going on here?" Yeah. So that's kind of how I said, that's "Man, let me." Right? Because yeah, that and that's our church. That's exactly how you're having church in the field, the parking lot across the street from the building that you didn't own.
1: Yes. Right. Right.
0: Yeah. God, man. And so right. then, so then you guys get get Uh, the Lord opens up the door. He takes the other guy home. We don't know where he is. so we'll just say the Lord took him home. Right. And then and then you guys got a fifty thousand dollar obligation that you got to come up with. Right. Yeah.
1: Wait a minute. So <laughs> I offered the 50. She's going to tell him when the gentleman comes and he says, I accept your offer. The end of that sentence that I left out. Was he said, well, when couldn't you have it?
2: Yeah. And I said, oh, give me a few weeks, we'll have it. Bro. <laughs> but
1: we don't have $50,000. I, I
2: had, I want to say it was like 89 cents in the bank. <laughs> I ain't 78, 78 <laughs> cents in the bank. Okay. She says to me, when he leaves, she says, why are you telling that? Right. How are you gonna come up with I said, i oh, don't worry about it. God's got it. We ain't gonna worry about it. And one of our friends, uh, pastors in Las Vegas, found out about right. it. Uh-huh. And she put the word out. Yeah. Well, we and put it
1: out there, and then she within, started sharing
2: it. Within seven weeks, we had fifty thousand dollars to buy this church. Literally, seven weeks. Seven weeks. Trip. Why? Because seven weeks. Because we said, God, you got to do this for us.
1: Mm. You said fifty thousand. Remember, I told you earlier, you got to take God at His word. You told me you offer fifty thousand. So this, I don't know how you pray, but this how I pray. Yeah. Say, God, you told me to say fifty thousand dollars. I obeyed what you said to do, so where the
0: fifty thousand yeah. dollars? Where the, fi- we're the so fifty? Where the fifty at, your Lord? Where the fifty at, Lord? That's it.
2: look. <laughs> look, I, I told God, I says, God, look, I'm not gonna be the one that looks bad. <laughs> I mean, you told me that, this so I mean, it's on you blind, now. Right. And God I'll be honest with you, those of you that 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 may not be of the the apostolic faith, that's fine. But that's how we pray. Right. That's how we pray. We talk to God like, like he's just another person in the room with us right yes and it's not we, we don't speak in old english right, right? or Amen. In english language we just say god listen you told me you were going to do this now i'm waiting on you to do this tom's bro, god tom's of the essence all right know? so i got six,
0: i got 16 <laughs> minutes so let me tell the people this what happened next uh yes. <laughs> and of course ladies and gentlemen i'm gonna have these folks back because they're just absolutely phenomenal people uh, just the Lord is moving through you. Listen, I know you guys don't act, I know you guys don't heap accolades on yourself. Jasmine, Philip, I know y'all it's don't Listen, just it hold on a second. God. Let me let me be the show host for a second. Hush, yes, sir. hush I know you guys don't heap accolades on yourself. These are very humble people, ladies and gentlemen. But I want you to know that God has favor on y'all. That you can't you can't you can't argue with favor. Now right. there, there are some that God will just he will just tolerate. and then there are some that you know that you could have took two more people there and they would still be in 10 by ten tents. So these folks have been they, they committed to the work of the Lord and they got a, a 20 by 40 what was that it was a 20 by 40 Pastor Phil, 20 by yeah. 40 tent started having church outside. I mean, I think you got a porta potty at best, yeah, so right? Do. Right. So do. And, and, and 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 you're across the street from the building that you now own. I'm getting y'all all caught up. We're already we own the building now, and uh, just a few weeks ago the. The that weather turned crazy. Now, this is a, this tent is a haven for people because they can't really they really can't be in the building like they want to be because the building's got a whole lot of work. So the weather came and what happened with the weather? Pastor Jasmine, what happened?
1: Well, it while we were well, while we were busy um, doing some other stuff for the church, um, the tent blew over like it'll be a week ago, Wednesday. Uh huh. And when it blew over, it literally mangled it. And so the frame, it's a Selena frame, a Selena tent. And so that frame literally just bent it all different ways. This is like a professional tent. This is not just any kind of tent. Yeah. And so it was from pretty strong winds that took it. Anyways, long story short... We didn't know what we we're gonna do. So Sunday we went back in the church. We said God's gonna we built faith during service and said God's gonna do it. I don't know how he's gonna do it. Right. But that canvas back there is not gonna sit in the back of the church forever. We're gonna put it back outside. And um so, anyways, we just I, I reached out to the tent guy, he's been working final four is in New Orleans, so there is no tents in New Orleans available, no, right? And so he found somebody. Uh, he contacted a distributor that would be she willing. Now,
2: now she got this text message about five minutes ago. Yes. Right. So go ahead. He
1: found a. We were having trouble even locating one. Okay. He found a um a frame for us to buy, and uh, he asked if we would be interested in it. It will take them three to four weeks to get it here. But as that lines up, that'll be in the heart of when we're working on the building. Right. It'll be perfect timing.
0: Perfect timing. Perfect timing. So, so you it's got, just,
1: it's just gone.
0: So you got your, you got your frame back. The canvases was yeah. saved. Um, I'm thinking about the tabernacle. That must've been made out of badger skin or something. You know what I mean? That's <laughs> a, a tabernacle. That tabernacle skin was good. Right. Um, and so pastor Philip, I know, I know I didn't prep you for this question, but the, the Lower Ninth Ward, can you give us kind of like the demographics of that area?
2: So the Lower Nine um, is a beautiful area. It is an area that's unfortunately uh, stricken with poverty. Um, and it's truly it's, it's any, any major right. urban city, city that you're going to be in right. is going to have problems. Right. And so we, we have those typical drug problems. There's the, the crime, you know, the violent crimes, right. and things like that. Um, there's the carjackings, you know, these are typical problems. It's you're going to have a metro city. It's a metro yeah. city. Right. And so, um, we, we have a lot of homeless people and really the homeless are really part of our heart. Cause we, we, we were both homeless we were at one point homeless, in time right. yeah. and, uh, that's for another show, right. yeah. but, uh, we, uh, we, we really have a heart for that, that group of people. And, um, and so we we do our best to help them at every chance we get, every turn we get. And um, it's so, actually
1: some of our most faithful and most right. loving. We have homeless people, people that come church. to the church. Yes. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. And so you know we we do have there is there is a, a heroin epidemic mm-hmm. in in New Orleans. Okay. More specifically, the Lower Nine. There's a crack problem there too. But we we actually to a point where we carry Narcan in the church van Beautiful. and in my yeah, wife's in my van purse. as well. And we we have had we've been to a point where we've had to use it, you know. And wow. so it's um, but we love them.
1: Yes. We
2: love them. We don't we don't condone the sin. We don't love the sin, but we love the people. Right. Because right. that's what it's all about. They were love created.
1: Love Jesus. Yeah, love People. They were
2: right. created in the image of God, just like you and I were. Right. You know, God died for them on the cross, just like He died for us on the cross. So you know, saving. they they are a soul, and New Orleans is worth saving. You know, we, we pastor, we pastor 1.2 million people. We're just waiting for the rest of them to come to church. That's right. They just got it. We got to set
0: the alarm to come to church. And Ladies and gentlemen, I'm blessed. I hope you guys have been blessed. I'm looking at our audience, our live audience. And I know our podcast audience, which reaches places like Canada, New Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, New Mexico, um, England, London, all over the world. Uh, those of you that will listen to the podcast later that I hope this uh, this message from Pastor Philip and Jasmine McKee will bless you because these are people that are I keep saying boots on the ground faith. you know sometimes we hear about faith and we think that it's just something that we hide under a bushel but these people and that's why I asked you I, I wrote down the first descriptive words of what Pastor Philip would say about his city. And he said this, it is a beautiful city. Now, we understand that it's got its issues, but the first three words that he said was a beautiful city. And that is an example of someone who you know is called to that region. And so I want to give out just a few uh, show information notes for how you guys can get behind them because there is quite a bit of work to do to get yeah. that building up to speed. And for let's it. just kind of paint the picture. Give us a give us sixty seconds, guys, on the status of the building. Like when you moved in.
1: So um, when well after the hurricane is when we really got a lot of trouble. We bought the building. Long story short, we bought the building in the middle of hurricane season. Perfect uh, Hurricane Ida actually tore up a lot of our building. Um, and so long story short, we had major losses in the building. Mm-hmm. Um, the electrical is not up to code. The plumbing is not up to code. The whole back half of the roof had to be rebuilt because of the way the wind picked it up and put I it back down. I saw that. Yep. yep, It was crazy. Um, and that was something we were not prepared for. Um, long story short it it is a at this point it it is a complete remodel mm-hmm. um we have minor framing that we're going to actually get completed this week and then we have windows lined up it'll have hurricane strength windows um new doors hurricane doors and all that's going to be putting me Let me ask you this
0: just my my construction brain is turning did i see that they had to redo the entire roof did they redo the entire roof Re-sheet it?
1: and new
2: shingles
0: yeah okay, all new shingles but
2: the
1: whole back
0: half the whole back half had to be
2: re all right. right. of it yeah, yeah. and then, all that, yeah. and
0: when they when you got into this project that was just something you 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 didn't know oh. yeah
1: and then we lost all yeah. of the air conditioners cuz they took on water
2: right oh man. Yeah, so we got to get all new units and so and all that fun stuff. So, so yeah. look, let me
0: let me tell the ladies and gentlemen out there in Impactville uh, how you can bless and be a part of this mission. I I want to have partners in in Noah and the Ark all across <laughs> the country and around the world. They got a cash app you can go to Dollar Sign No Apostolic Haven. So that's N O Apostolic H-A-V-E-N. You can go there. Uh, I put also their PayPal in the um, in the show notes on uh, on our live. It will be on our show notes in the podcast as well. They've got a Venmo and that's the at sign. No, no apostolic haven. Same thing. No, apostolic H.A.V.E.N. If for those of you that like to do folding money, we don't want nothing to jingle now. We want some folding money like Reverend, like Reverend Ike back in the day. Don't be sending me no, no, no jingling money. I want some of that fold money. It, I'm just, I, y'all know I'm just teasing. Um, it's It's 1447 Benton Street. 1447 Benton Street, New Orleans, Louisiana, 70117. And uh, send that and mark that for um, Noah building project or however you want to do it. We'll take cash or check as long as your check clear. We good. So <laughs> listen, Pastor Philip and and Jasmine, maybe what we'll do next time when we have you on, get some pictures together so that we can share with our live audience and kind of take us down the, the journey road. It really is a sight to behold, ladies and gentlemen. That's why I'm I'm challenging you guys to go to um, go to their Facebook page and you can see every day their kids are a part of the ministry, which is great. That's the way I raised my children. I raised them because I'm a part I'm a part of building several home missions churches. That's why I, I just love your your story. And uh, when we first got in church way back in the, you know, the stone ages, we brought our kids to the work days. They had hammers and shovels and uh, all seven of them. We, we put one in one in the stroller, one in the baby carrier. You know what I mean? And then just went on up as they got older. They had more uh, responsibilities. And so seeing your kids as a part of this work is something. And that's a question I want to ask you. all how, how are how are they absorbing all of this? Looking at them as parents, how are they taking this all in?
2: Well, if it means anything, my three oldest boys preached Sunday morning so i think they're taking it in pretty well they they love it they love to help they love to swing the hammers they love to use the nail gun they don't like sweeping and hauling old material that much but it all comes with it right um but like like we told you before it's building their faith one day you know one day when they're in the mission field somewhere they're going to need to know to haul water to fill up a baptismal tank. Right. Yeah. Which is something we have to do is haul water to fill up a baptismal tank. Right. But they're
1: learning that if there's a will, there's a way. They're
2: learning to trust God.
1: Right. They're mm-hmm.
2: learning that you know the Bible says walk by faith, not by sight.
1: Right. So one quick thing that gives me a right what well, a point right there is that one of the biggest faith builders for my kids is having them out there on work days when we were mowing property that we don't own. Yes. Oh, I saw and y'all doing that. Them- yeah. We, faith we without mowing works faith. is dead, Bubba. We,
2: and <laughs> we mow in faith. And while we're mowing the grass that, of the properties we want to buy, we pray. we're praying <laughs> over that property and we're claiming it in Jesus name. And guess what? And just recently we bought one of those properties that we mowed and did not own.
1: Right. And then the church was the same way. We, we went out there, we cleaned the property, mowed the grass yeah, and everything. We took care of it because it's ours. We take them. We're claiming it to closing yeah wow. and we dressed them up like they're a million dollars and we said <laughs> no. i want you to remember the day that this ink went on this paper right. because it was god
0: so the lord is already listen man i'm tell i'm i am so um i don't know what the word is ladies and gentlemen and you know me being a professional speaker it's hard for me not to find words i'm full with with i mean my faith feels like my faith meter is like Super high. Like I'm ready to jump on a plane and come down there and let's hang the sheet. Let's hang the sheet rock in the day. Let's go ahead you know what I mean? Get the electrical rough in and let's do this thing, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I broadcast live from from the from Noah's Ark. You know what I'm saying? Live
1: from the Miracle on Benton Street. That's
0: the name of the book. Are you gonna write a book?
1: I am writing a yeah. book.
0: Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, I hope you I hope I beat you cuz everybody I talk to is beating me uh, to finish my book which is coming out July 24th. So uh, again, ladies and gentlemen, we have had such an amazing time with Pastor Philip and Jasmine McKee. They're both licensed ministers with the United Pentecostal Church International, and I think y'all caught my little hint when I said the UPC has come a long way. You know, like we're we're thank goodness for that, and uh, what a tremendous story of how you know how our nation has really evolved. Because let's say thirty years ago, this would not be an uh, it would not be a thing. Fifteen years ago, so probably
2: fifteen, fact, right? Yeah. Fun, <laughs>
1: no, but a fun realistic fact about that is my mom applied to get licensed twenty six years ago, and that same board. Of course, it's different men now, but right. the same board is what licensed me. It was the Louisiana wow. district. Wow, Louisiana <laughs> district. How it's crazy how far God's brought right. it.
0: God has brought it a long way. And so Pastor Philip and uh Pastor Jasmine McGee then their family, beautiful family, seven children. They've got six boys. Yeah. So you got mad labor right there. And the, the girl, where yeah. where does she fall in the in the ranking? Where,
2: where? she's the she's the she's foreman. She's the foreman. Oh. Yeah, she right. points. She directs. Yeah. But I mean, like
0: how, how old is she? She's two. She's two. Oh, so she's the next to the baby?
2: Yes. yes. Okay.
0: Yes. I, they said back in the old days, that's the knee baby. I don't know what that meant, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that, that meant something that you was next to the baby. So, <laughs> so yeah.
2: what? Well, what? I do, do want to say it was an honor and a privilege yes. to be on your show. It was. It was a real blessing for us yeah, just yeah. to have this opportunity to just share what God has done for us and through us and with us. Well,
0: you know, Pastor Philip, I, I I agree. It's been my high honor to have you, Greg. I know that it was good for you, brother. I've seen your comments on there, and you guys attracted quite a few folks here with us tonight. And so we are very, very blessed. And ladies and gentlemen, you heard the music. Unfortunately, all good things must come to an end. So what I'm going to do for Pastor Philip. And Sister Jasmine, I'm going to give them the last word. Um, So, Pastor Phil, I'm going to have you go second. We're going to have ladies go first. Take 45 seconds now, Pastor. Pastor Jasmine, 45 seconds. And give a word of encouragement to all of our listeners around the world.
1: I want to encourage everybody to take Jesus at his word. He's not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that his t- word would turn back voids. If God is calling you to do something, just do it. Don't worry about how you're going to afford it. Don't worry about how it'll all work out. If you start making the motion, God's going to meet you there.
0: That's powerful. Start making the motion. That's activate. That's in our gear training. That's right. Get active and God will take care of the rest. Pastor Phil.
2: So what I'll say to anybody that's trying to build their faith. Faith is built through relationships and something that I do is I don't preach a religion. I preach a relationship. Jesus didn't come to earth to give us religion. He came here to give us a relationship with him. And so first and foremost, start on your relationship with Jesus through prayer and through fasting. That is the number one way to build your relationship with Jesus. And when your relationship with Jesus becomes stronger, your faith will increase. Your faith will become stronger, and you won't even realize you're operating with high faith because all you're doing is saying, "Jesus, your word says that you're going to do this, so you're going to do it." Because your relationship is there.
0: That's powerful, man. I I tell you what, I feel like the Lord might be telling me to show up for the for the dedication service. I might just oh, I might awesome. just I might just hop on a plane. You just never Come know. On. Uh, that's that's beautiful 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 words of encouragement from the pastors of noah and it's the church called noah the new orleans apostolic haven in the lower ninth ward these people are people of just they're normal people but they got some uh, abnormal faith and i absolutely love it in fact They just secured another property in the midst of all of this, right? Is that something I should have said or was I not supposed to say? That's okay. That's all right. And I will say this.
1: We're
2: closing
0: again
1: this week.
0: They're closing again this week.
2: Yeah, right next to the church. So I, I want y'all to your campus. <laughs> I want
0: y'all to be my real estate agents because y'all Come got on. a direct line with God
2: for sure. Hey, he's, he's our real estate agent. There you go, baby. Oh, there you go, man.
0: So look, Pastor Phil and Jasmine McKee. I gave you guys all their information. It will be in the show notes for our podcast listeners, which is a massive audience, and of course for our online live folks. I apologize for not making it public at first. These people just had me so hype. I didn't. I didn't know what I was doing, man. I be. Mean, I got. A, I got. I feel like a DJ. I didn't. I'm a speaker. How did I wind up being a DJ? So I hit the wrong. I missed the button. But Pastor Jasmine, Pastor Phil, we will get you back on here. Looking forward to hearing a 90 day update, maybe, and uh, we'll just have a great time celebrating and increasing faith all throughout the country. Okay, guys. Yes.
1: Well, thank you so much for having us. All right, all
0: right. you guys take care. Be blessed. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. So, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. Impacting life twenty four seven. That's the way to start Monday out, Greg. What you say? Yeah, man, that's the way to start. That's the way to start out on Monday, man. What what uh, uh, amazing couple with with uh, really amazing faith. Great show. That's exactly right, Greg. You know, the why it was a great show, brother, because you be keeping things popping at the 500 yard line. I appreciate you. I love and appreciate our entire staff. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't do this singularly by myself, even though I am in the studio. We actually have six studios. Throughout the country, I got six people on. We have six people on our impacting life twenty four seven staff, and that staff it consists of Greg Smith, our VP; Mike Black, our co-host; Danny Brunson, our resident expert in all things; Paul Katrina McCain, our resident book knowledge person. That is just like if you need to know something about publishing your own book, she the one. And of course, our newest staff member. Um, Miss Dixon she is uh, Really been a great addition To us Vera Dixon and she's helping Us with all of our stuff that's legal Helping us get right y'all so Again Thank you Pastor Phil and thank you Pastor Jasmine Uh, we pray a special Blessing over the church there The Noah Church in the Lower Ninth Ward that might be something To go there and broadcast live wouldn't that be something Y'all at their dedication or something Uh, Because it's just You have to see it To understand what I'm saying I mean like the building that they purchased Is down to the studs So they have to really Totally Get that building outfitted And they're doing it basically one stud At a time while still having Church out in the tent And baptizing people praying people through Man it's just powerful And I wanted to increase your faith Tonight y'all I wanted to increase your faith So Miss Vera We appreciate you Let me know if you can get together Wednesday night. Send me a message. Check Slack. (laughs) Look at me administrating from the podcast. Hey, y'all, thank you so much. I will be, I hope you guys can tune in tomorrow, but I will be speaking live at the International uh, Day of Calm. I will be the kickoff speaker with uh, Celia Kibler, and she is the visionary and founder of the International Day of Calm. They got speakers from eight in the morning to eight at night, that are giving amazing insights workshops on really how to get your life right, how to get your life centered, how to be calm. Uh, Celia Kibler is the founder of Pumped Up Parenting and the author, and so I will be the kickoff speaker. They're going to be a mess because I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna shake things up first thing in the morning, eight a.m. And if you'd like to be a part of that, all you got to do is go to dayofcalm.org and register. And uh, check me out at eight o'clock, man. I'm gonna be talking about fatherhood. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, fatherhood. What you say, my good friend? Uh, uh, you're not in Germany anymore, Sharik. Where are you at in the world now, Sharika? Uh, Man, we had such a great show together, man. So blessed to see you, my friend. Great to see you, Sharique. He, he was a mayor or a governor in Germany and IT guru, and I was on his show quite some time ago. Man, great man. So again, ladies and gentlemen, that's Impacting Life 24-7. That's it, y'all. Tune in Thursday. I'm off tomorrow because my son's got a baseball game, and I try not to miss those. I try not to miss his games, man. I didn't miss any things banned with Chris or any concerts with Mariah and Christina Lee or Cameron or Destiny. So uh, I, I try to be if I'm in town, I go to the games. All right. Can't podcast as a father. But tomorrow morning, I will be fully committed to the day of calm and you can tune in to that uh, speech that is going to really help fathers understand what their role is as a dad. Till next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in We're Back in Life twenty four seven with your host, C L King.